Well, hey, hey, welcome back to another week of We Want to Watch. Why do you insist on opening our podcast this way? <laughs> well, I, we need some intro. We it has totally to be don't. like, yeah, we've got to welcome people into the fold We do that when we somehow. talk about the name. Yeah, I'll usually just start by asking you, uh, have you seen a movie or, you know, whatever it is. You know, it's, it's conversational. Do you have any gets the answer to that one? Um, have you seen any movies? Uh, no, is my guess. Besides Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. No. It's, okay, it's yeah. No, you didn't yeah. even watch the VHS? No, it's just Goodwill Hunting, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, Louis Zong. I, uh, I did not watch. Well, you said you had banter. I did have banter. Well, I do have banter. I think I think the banter will come out as we talk about the oh, movie. Oh, oh, it's not like intro banter. Do, do we want to cut right into it? Oh, That's... I didn't mean yeah. intro banter. I don't really, I don't know if I have a ton of intro banter. <sighs> That's what the people come for. Hmm. I don't know, man. What, 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 what about you, Lane? Your birthday was this week. You got a, uh, you got a busy weekend. Is this doxing you too much if I say you've got a busy weekend coming up and your birthday no, was this so. week? Is no. this? I said it was my birthday last last okay. episode. So, no, I had a, I had All a good right. day. Fine. I, I, um, I, I, uh, ooh, how do I want to say this? Nothing. I, I'm kind of mad that I were recording on this day because I had like, I got my nails done, I got my hair done, I went and got a facial right before this. So I'm like fully zen, which is not the right energy for this mm-hmm. episode. I think because this movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like what? Because I watched this movie earlier today too. Definitely sticks out uh, among all of the activities I just named as like <laughs> a different energy level. So, as as someone else who also watched the movie earlier today, um, as a person of watching this movie today experience, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can relate. Um, definitely different from the work vibes. I don't know. Um, as I. I'd, and you know what? Uh, I'm glad I haven't recommended this pod to anyone from my work because <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> what is but... your work life like? Like you don't have to get it. I know. I mean, I know where you work, but um, like, don't get into all that. But like, what is the mm-hmm. vibe? Because I've talked about my work and how it's like bananas. Like it's the most coked out experience of my life. But like, what's your? What is it actually like to work for bleep? Um, I don't know. Working for bleep is like nice uh it's it's definitely different in like the different areas where bleep is located and there's like a lot of spots where it's located um and i mean i work with a lot of people from different areas which is cool um working in person very very different from working at home right uh i don't know working from home is just so like odd to me um especially with what i do um i'm an engineer for those listening whoa uh, i hope this doesn't dox i was gonna too say much again. Yeah, i know i know <laughs> the doxing goes crazy I, I don't know a lot of my work is dependent upon other teams and sometimes it feels like we work too fast for like certain teams and then other times it's like they're like, all right, great. Like, here's all of our stuff done. Um, this needs to be, like, released and finished in a week. Um, oh, your release process takes three weeks? That's a shame for you, yeah, buddy. Get it, it done. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, so I I sort of recently just got through one of those, like, sprints, I guess I'll call it. Even though they don't use the term sprints, 
Um, but it's it's used in some other teams and like maybe on other programs. Um, so like recently got through one of those, which was like pretty hectic. Uh, and then like immediately afterwards, like any sort of like managerial meeting or like tag up meeting just sort of becomes, all right, cool. So uh, you got stuff to work on, and and like I just <laughs> you go, need yep, anything? I'm, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I I I had a meeting today, like like sort of mid morning ish, where like I hopped on and um, I was like one of the very few people on there, <laughs> and like they're like, well, you need anything from me? And I was like. No, I mean, thanks. Um, <laughs> if we're good, I'm just going to leave. And they're like, yep, see you later. And I was like, cool. God, cool. I wish my boss was like that. So. My boss will be like, got a sec. And I'm like, oh, cool. So there goes my next 45 minutes of like my day. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've like, I've had talks like that. It, the problem is also, um, it's so like weirdly hierarchical. Hi- it has a very odd hierarchy, I should sure. say because I can't pronounce hierarchical. Um, um, so it has a very weird hierarchy, and uh, the particular position I work in just sort of complicates that. Um, sure. And sometimes, like, the people who are who I interact with, like, daily or even weekly, um, maybe aren't tuned in to exactly what time frames uh, some of the... Projects like, take. The upper management yeah. is looking for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it, it just sort of becomes, like, it's like telephone, right? And then they go, hey, I heard about this thing, which seems like you know, really sort of dragging your feet on. And I'm like, oh, that's, like, hasn't been a priority at all <laughs> for me. Should it be? Yeah. And they go, mm, yeah, actually. And I'm like, oh. Cool. Thanks for letting me know. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should talk to yeah. your team. And then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, and then other times, like, I. I have like, and I also work on different programs, so it's like kind of different for each. And like other times, I'll work on like another program with someone who I know I can be very uh, like straightforward with. And honestly, I I think the best thing you can do as like anyone in management or like boss or like mid managerial level whatever is to make it so that your employees can be like brutally honest with you. Um, because like I straight up told him I was like, yeah, like sorry, I haven't really been moving that stuff much, but like. I, uh, I've been putting my time towards other projects, um, towards the other teams that I work with, uh, and, like, as far as my charge lines go, like, I don't know if you noticed, but, it, like, I really haven't, I've been putting, like, a couple of hours a week, and, and, it, it, like, he's straight up, like, yeah, no, like, that's great, that's, that's what we need from you right now, we're, we're really looking for work, like, we're trying to give you guys stuff, but we can't, I was like, all right, cool, it's not just a me yeah. thing, because <laughs> um, it, it can feel awkward, like, approaching that, where you're like, wow, yeah. I don't have anything if you uh if you're trying to give me something but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean also like the, the the projects that we work on are like very like you and I, the projects that you and I work on are very different and That's true. Um, I I mean like it seems like your workload is a lot more consistent and like recurring um whereas like they they sort of have to find like large scale projects <clears throat> and then break them down and then For you. You know, we, yeah. we eat the elephant one bite at a time for me. Yeah. 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 My my role is much more operate not even operations, but just like, um, I don't want to say anything else, actually, because I don't want to give away my actual job title. <laughs> not that it's really that hard to find me. I feel like if anyone wanted to dox me off of this podcast, it would be very easy. Also, everyone who listens to this podcast knows Same. my name and address, so it's not... 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, but yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. It's it's a lot more consistent, but also just frenetically paced, where it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Sisyphusian, right? <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, oh, we got this done. You're yeah. rolling that boulder. <laughs> yeah. And then like, like you get it to the top and they're like, oh man, great job up high. And then like you go for the high five, the boulder starts rolling <laughs> and they're like, ooh, sorry, buddy. Am I going back down there and picking that up? It's like, wow. Yeah. If I must. Right. Yeah. My job is more uh, Promethean, you know, where, where you're gonna get your they fucking, have me chained to a rock. <laughs> <laughs> your liver pecked out and, uh, by birds every day. Yeah, what was it, by eagles? Yeah. yeah I, I, I was trying to think what type of bird. I wanted to say pelican, but I was like, it's not, it's not a, a, pelican, pelican. a pelican. A pelican fucking hacking out your liver would be brutal. That would be awful. I would I would take the eagle yeah, off that. that'd be tough. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? That's what it felt yeah, like to watch this movie. It's better than a seagull, movie. like, taking, like, oh, hey. bits and, like, putting it into their little yeah, gullet. Fly, shaking it flying out. away for a little <laughs> bit, circling, coming back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in the water. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, this is We Want to Watch. My name's Lane. My name's Ricky. This is We Want to Watch. This is... And- <laughs> I don't know why we wanted to watch this. Uh, during the entire runtime of this movie, wow. I was like, why did I pick this movie? But I know why I picked this movie. Um, this movie is Goodwill Hunting um, from 1997, directed by Gus Van Sant. Um, and I picked this movie because I have seen it and had strong opinions of it when I had seen it previously. And Ricky had given me a VHS copy of this for my birthday <laughs> last year. I heard it was a good movie. And uh, so I thought, hey, you know what? This would be a great one to talk about. I think there's a lot of different pathways we could take with this one. So, um, and I thought you would have, yeah. I I was reminded of this movie because of another movie I watched recently. And it all just felt serendipitous. And so I'm I'm excited to talk about it with you. Good word. I love the word serendipitous. Good word, Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good will. Uh, Good word hunting? eh, Keep hunting. (laughs) goodwill Uh, so you had thoughts on this movie did you like this movie no no i don't like this movie at all wow (laughs) i i like this movie movie. maybe less than when i watched it before maybe maybe about the same (laughs) jeez okay um, i like this movie i thought it was good yeah tell me about it yeah um so uh, just just to be clear, so I, you know what, I could have looked this up, but it's funnier if I ask you. Uh, main <laughs> character is Matt Damon, right? That is Matt Damon, yeah. And, so it's Matt. And that, so Matt Damon. Mm, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I like where you're going. Is that Paul Rudd? Is one is one of the secondary guys Paul Rudd? Oh, I'm so glad I didn't tell you who it is. No, that's Ben Affleck. Is the man you were thinking of? <laughs> oh, Ben Affleck. Okay, right, right. He wasn't a duck, so it was harder for me to identify him. Um. <laughs> So those two mm-hmm. wrote this movie. Um, oh shit! So okay. The big. So this is a big Oscar-y movie. This is the movie that got Robin Williams his Oscar, and then this is oh, also yeah. yeah. This is also the uh, the movie that won Best Original Screenplay this year. Um, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote this uh, screenplay. So mm-hmm. that's kind of that was like their big break, basically in in Hollywood was this movie. So they, they wrote it, um, the legend goes, or the story goes, that Matt Damon was writing it for, like, film school. It was, like, his, like, big senior project or whatever. He was supposed to write, like, a 
whatever, like a, a short story or something, or a, a play or a screenplay or something, and he wrote this. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, and then Are we sure got... he wrote it? And it wasn't like, I don't know, a janitor of the screenplay department that walked by and wrote it on the whiteboard for him? Or... You know, if, if a janitor had written this movie, it probably would have been better, I think. I think Ooh. it's fair. <laughs> I think this movie's really goofy. I think the writing is really goofy. I mean, I can't deny... I see why Oscar liked it, is what I'll say. Um, I, okay. I can, like, it's, I think this movie is actually what, like, people say Oscar bait a lot. Like, people mm-hmm. throw that term around. And mm. when they say that, they yeah, very, they, go ahead. They chum the water with this movie. They really, like. What is what you say, <laughs> chum the water? This is my second time you said chum the water. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've been into sharks lately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's evocative. It gets people going. That's why I like that phrase. Um, so, it, like, there's a lot of, like, I, I talked about this with Cloud Atlas. There's a lot of, like, moments, right? Yeah, like this, this is a momentous movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of, like, scenes that, like, like oh, like, this is a moment, you know? Yeah, this um, is a clip. This is something they yeah. wanted. Oh, yeah, it's very yeah. clippable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like I could be scrolling YouTube shorts and I could find, like, <laughs> Any of oh, these scenes with like the I boss music in the background, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, gu- I guarantee you can watch this movie in, in its entirety on TikTok right now, <laughs> like just randomly, it, yeah. out of oh, order, yeah. like different scenes, you know, out of context. No, but like when people say Oscar bait, they usually they're meaning like it's a period piece and it's uh you know a you telling like me a period a stuffy... piece baited this Oscar? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. Say <laughs> God. Uh, you know, they are thinking like it's a stuffy like uh, drama or a biopic, and it's you know re- about like a, an issue, like a social issue or something. But I really mm. think that this movie, it, which fulfills some of but not all of that criteria, is so Oscar baity in the worst way that like isn't really a, a thing as much anymore because it's so um, it's so tied to the '90s. I think this. This mm. movie is so 1997. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, it's, 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 it's almost very, a period piece of 1997. It feels like it, yeah, because it, I mean, right down to Matt Damon's haircut, but, like, the whole, like, we've got, you know, it's Bill Clinton, like, you know, it, we're <laughs> in the dot-com bubble, like, we got the sun on our face and the wind at our backs, like, we're, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Vibe. We're pulling and ourselves off it... by the bootstraps. It's happening. We are yeah. gonna make it. Yeah, but we're compassionate. Don't forget, though, that we see social issues. We we understand, but but really, resilience and and the 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 genius of this one boy and this one guy, like and and this one fucking psychologist. Oh oh man, it's so it's so awful. <laughs> so I think it's yeah. really egregious that this one best screenplay uh, for for all of those reasons. But I get why it did. Yeah. I, I mean, so do we want to get it? Do we want to get Are You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. Um, well, yeah, go ahead. Hmm. Don't go into Matt it. Matt Damon's it. character in this movie is too well-rounded in his intelligence, right? Um, right. Right. But the scene where she's like, they're sitting at, at uh, like a cafe or something and she's doing her like organic chemistry. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know how like... Mozart could just sit and play the piano and he's like well I could just yeah. do that with organic chemistry and apparently everything else like his like piano is right. like books like like it doesn't make right. any sense 
<laughs> right, right, right. When he said that, and he's like, oh, but like, you know, I, I couldn't hit a home run at Fenway, you know. I, I couldn't I couldn't play the Mozart. The you accents. Know? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I couldn't do his accent if you I. You can't do a Boston? Well, I mean, I, a, a Boston. A Boston? I couldn't, hit a, I couldn't hit a home out at Fenway. I, I don't know. That's, <laughs> there's someone in there. I don't know who he is. Like, He's trying anyway. to get out, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying his best to get out. Um, so, like, the thing is, at least in my eyes, for, like, any outstanding intelligence, right, it's almost always, like, any prodigy, especially, like, the troubled prodigies, um, they excel in, like, one very specific area, and then they're, right, like, right. horribly lackluster everywhere else. Yeah. Um, socially. <laughs> yeah, socially especially. The the way that he, pick, like, can pick up on social cues and, like, apparently, like, read into people immediately is, like, it's, like, okay, it would have been cool to watch a movie about a guy who could do that, right? Like... Yeah. Um, who had like almost mind reading levels of you know what movie that like, is actually hmm. is what? Silence of the Lambs <laughs> because when Doctor mm. like when Han- when yeah Hannibal... Hannibal Lecter does do that yeah he reads everyone yeah. for filth yeah. oh yeah yeah like Jodie Foster will walk in and he's like with your cheap shoes and your you know thick <laughs> boyfriends back at home it's like yeah yeah Matt Damon oh is I smell the perfume you put on did you stop down at Chanel and buy that this morning forty nine twenty five wasn't it plus tax I'm sure <laughs> like Jodie Foster's like taken aback she's like how could he have known she's like I just wanted you to read these fucking documents man don't make me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come down here again. No, but I agree with you. He's too... That's that's what I mean by, like, the 90s of it all. He's too cool, even though he's got problems. And obviously, we're supposed to understand that this guy is, you know, uh, like an asshole. Like, but mm-hmm. it, it's still the, the, the way that he's just so cool and always knows the right thing to say. Like, and I get... Again, it's... I understand that that's... The bar scene. Yeah, the bar... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Christopher said this was the world's longest monologue. Like, that this movie is just the world's longest monologue. The number of, like, academic takedowns that this this character in particular says, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, they had thoughts and they wanted to write a fucking essay and put it in a movie. This is, is like, um, you know how, like, people will, like, have an argument with themselves in the shower? Not me personally, but people have an argument with themselves in the shower, like, a week later with the perfect response. That's this movie if they did that, but also they spent a year like researching the perfect way to take this person down and then like <laughs> thought three or four steps ahead and like, yeah. like oh, you're going to say this next thing. Well, actually, yeah. it's like almost anime ma- like monologue in that like <laughs> sense where they're like, oh, yeah, I know you're going to unleash this next power, which is why I actually secretly had another power saved up just for you, just waiting for this moment. <laughs> Um, you're right it's, which is it's like, a lot like that yeah yeah it, it, which is like fine i mean it's it's compelling cinematography <laughs> it's maybe not that maybe not that um, i do think this movie looks good like i think this movie for I, the I most think it part looks good is it, that's one of the things that has going for it and like you know robin williams i think it's a good you're watch never gonna still, not too. want it's an easy watch but it's an infuriating yeah. watch is the thing <laughs> yeah it's, okay okay yeah like yeah and and Robin Williams, you know, you're never not going to want to see him on screen. Like, right. he's always, yeah. you know, especially what he's doing here is interesting, even though it's so frustrating. Again, the way that, like, 
he's kind of like doing the same thing that Matt Damon is in that he's so clever and like so like there's not actually a lot of like conflict between characters they're just kind of monologuing mm. at each other and then like they come to a, a resolution together but there's not any like actual back and forth between those two where they're like right. arguing or anything he's just they're kind of just putting each other in their place over and over and that's how every character is yeah. you know the only yeah. the only real conflict is like real conflict is between the therapist and then the professor and then Matt Damon and um, Minnie Driver, his, his girlfriend, um, mm -hmm. you know, when they fight, which that's an intense scene. We'll get to that. But anyway, anyway, yeah, they're monologuing yeah. like constantly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I, 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 I didn't really have too much of a problem with that. Right. Um, like, yeah, the conflicts do it. kind of feel like, <laughs> ah, that's whatever. My my biggest problem was just, like, Matt Damon's character, like, on its whole. Um, like, will hunting. I don't know. That's... It's like, wish fulfillment. Can... Like, in a yeah. way. It's, it's, it's Mary yeah. Sue. Like, you know, or, or not Mary it's... Sue, but, like, yeah. No, it, it is very, like, wish fulfillment. And it's also, like, how dumb people write smart people right it's like oh this <laughs> yeah. guy's wicked smart like he's he knows everything uh and you know how I, is because he can do math like <laughs> yeah like it's, yeah. it's so lazy to be like the shorthand is like that he knows math but he's from you know the the fucking southie project so he's actually like salt of the earth like all of the class whatever analysis here i feel like is really like again just boring and like obvious and mm cheesy so yeah and also so maybe maybe this is like not the this is definitely not the thing to take away from this movie not there's no maybe <laughs> about it um the amount of like fights that we see him get in and like the oh, amount yeah. that we hear about him being like abused as a kid i'm like like none of that affected his intelligence at all like yeah that yeah. home and it's like it's it's very like strongly proven that like home life especially like how how well nurtured you are and how exposed you are to different ideas as a child like yeah. greatly affects your intelligence it's like yeah oh this kid was bumped it was uh like bumped from foster home to foster home right um, right never really got a chance to be settled or secure well um that's... like like not yeah. not meeting like basic maslow hierarchy of needs uh somehow like was just fine with it and like also is just the smartest the smartest boy in the world he's this that's he's just this he's just got smartest little boy that's why i'm saying this movie's like class like politics are so tough because and and tough yeah. meaning terrible because like it is about like exceptionalism and bootstraps because like he is you know he's exceptional right that's the whole point mm -hmm. and you compare him to all of his friends who like you know are, are like getting into fights they they're admittedly like idiots and like drunks and whatever like that's all they're really referred to only gorillas. ben affleck yeah yeah well and they, they say some other things about him too but like uh ben affleck's the only one who like has any positive qualities that we see on screen and that's just that he's like yeah smart enough to tell will like you better get the fuck out of here before you end up like me which like i really this like isn't saying scene. good i don't i think it's a cute scene but like a, from mm -hmm. a like a class standpoint of like oh like actually most poor people are really you know stupid and and like lazy or like what you know whatever this you know they're not exceptional right. they're not smart um right. and yeah i think I, that's, almost again, like the 90s they, of it they all. deserve to be yeah, like, live in the tradesmen yeah. and like right. 
Like right. it's like it, it, it and it it also sort of like shines a light on how much like like construction workers, tradesmen who get paid quite well, like right. I mean at least now uh are, were like looked down upon at the time and it's like oh like what you're just going to be a construction worker and even even his like Harvard girlfriend is like she's like she, I mean she says like oh like well you know it was never about that but like he feels really self-conscious about it cuz it's like it yeah. is a big thing at the time. Totally. Um, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. 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 I, it just, yeah. I, I Again, I, it's a watchable movie, but, like, I feel like I don't have the ability to, like, not, to, like, turn my brain off to watch it <laughs> enough to oh, enjoy it. Oh, I do. It. Easily. Any, <laughs> any time, any day, I got a big red switch that I can just... That's I mean, the anime in you. Yeah. I, honestly, honestly, watching a lot of anime kind of did bring that out, and, like, now I've gotten <laughs> to the point that I've seen all, like... <laughs> this now this might be to some of the listeners this might be especially the anime watching ones this might be a bit rude um i've watched all like redeemable anime and like the only stuff that's like untouched by me is just like like the rather be untouched shit. by any human yeah. eyes yeah like like super yeah. degenerate just like um and I don't know, like, I've had people recommend stuff to me, and whenever somebody recommends something to me, if I haven't, like, at least heard of it, right, it's just, like, it's such huge red flags for me. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> this is either, like, an underground banger, which is just, like, somehow slipped by, or it's dog shit. And it's like, well, <laughs> like, it's very often more so the latter. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's not to say that there's like not some, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to derail this into anime. I talk about anime too much on the pod. Um, but like, I do have like, like this movie, like anime that I watched that I'm like, oh, like this is bad, but I like watching it. It's like, like it's, it's watchable. Um, and like the qualms that I have with it are like, not so much that they overwhelm my ability to enjoy what I'm seeing on screen, but, uh. But, like, if anybody was to ask me about it, I I would not recommend it, right? And <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of the same with this movie, because I feel like anyone who really likes this movie probably has, like, certain very specific problems. Um, <laughs> Go I, on. I mean, none the least of which I would think is a god complex and or narcissism if they identify with <laughs> Matt Damon's character. Okay, just, yes, let's... Know. We should get into this because hmm. um, part of why this movie has such a like legendarily bad reputation in my mind, even though I think the movie, mm-hmm. it, you know, has passable. It's qualities, fine as a movie. It's, yeah, hmm. yeah. Like like I said, I think it's well shot. I think some of the performances are pretty good. It's the writing and like the you know all of that that I don't love. But yeah, um, the fair. main character is so bad boyfriend coded, and specifically, hey. I like I had a I had a boyfriend in high school. Um, who was, he wanted to be this character so bad. Like he wanted to, and like this movie in particular, and he like, he also wanted to be Robin Williams so bad, but he was really more like Will and not in like a, he was a secret genius who was like troubled, but like in a, I'm a narcissist asshole way. (laughs) And like, yeah. And I think this, this, this type of man is just that he's out there. He's cut, you know, he's coming to be your boyfriend if you're not careful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> he's on the prowl yeah, yeah like so, he's he's out there yeah i hate the like secret genius trope i hate the yeah. I, like the idea of like a secret genius because like 
Like, does it happen? Sure. Um, does it happen in the ways in which people who think they are secret geniuses... The ways in which? ...occur? Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> does it happen... I, you know who's not a secret genius? <laughs> Me! I know, I'm a fucking dumbass. I keep no, saying the same you're smart. goddamn thing. You're smart, you're fine. Stop, stop with the tone. You're not a genius. Anyway. But no, I know. Like um, <laughs> no. But I mean, because I've met people who are geniuses, and like they have a they have a very particular air about them, um, and like it's it's not the same air as like a narcissist or as someone <laughs> who fancies themselves a genius. It's distinctly yeah. different. Yeah, um, this this character is very like gifted kid energy, yeah. not genius, yeah. which are two very different things. And like the the people who cling to like being a gifted kid into their twenties and thirties, like that label, like yeah, 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 it's, tough. It's also <laughs> distinctly different from the like extremely competent like just talking about like heirs of people like there's like within like i'll say like the upper stratosphere of like what i regard as like like oh like this person is maybe not like accomplished or driven or whatever but like like this person is like someone right um anyone who is like <laughs> exceedingly competent has that like air of like oh shit like this guy gets shit done right yeah. um and and those people are like, more rare than geniuses, in my opinion. Um, you think I'm rare? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lane, <laughs> Lane, you, you are very competent, um, but I, I have met people who are, like, just insane in their competency. And it's it's not even that they're, like, it, it's not like they have a particular aptitude to whatever they're working on, right? It's it's just that they are so, I, I don't know if it's that they're so obsessed with it or they're so absorbed. I don't know what it is, but they just, like... They're unrelenting in their pursuit of yeah, blank, whatever. whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. And I've only really met, like, one, maybe two people that embody that, right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to mention them because uh, we'd have to just, like, cut this whole part. But um, hey. actually, you know, I, I I am going to tell you just so, like, note yeah, this I'll down. 30, yeah. 31 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Bitch, so... I listened to the whole podcast again. Like, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Um, so... And now getting back to how this relates to Goodwill Hunting, right? Um, <laughs> it would make sense to me if Will Hunting was like super competent or just like extremely gifted genius in like one subject um, right. or even multiple again, subjects that are at least yeah, like corollary, related. right? Yeah, like, like all yeah. math or all science or something. But yeah, it's, <laughs> right, it's like right, he right. knows art, he knows literature, he knows psychology, he knows math, he knows science, he knows specific medical science, he knows organic chemistry. Like, yeah, again, and history. It's, it's, By the way, everything yeah. that he's read, he can recall perfectly. Maybe not photographic right. memory, but um, he can recall things perfectly. And even with photographic memory, it, like, who's to say that he'd be able to properly pro process and, like, express what it is, like, the ideas that he's, you know, formulated? Um, like, instead of that, he just has it all. Like, I, I don't know. And, yeah, like, it sucks. Especially, yeah. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> it does suck. Like, photographic memory. Have you met anyone that has a photographic memory? No, that's not a real thing. Like, that's not a real thing. It like, is. You, people, it is. No, it's not. No, people have really good memories, but they are not, there's no such thing as a photographic memory that is not real. But, but, it's, like, photogenic or whatever. Like, they they can look at something and then just, like, remember, well, like, remember it for, I don't know. I don't know how long, but, like, I, I don't I, know. Yeah, I, 
I, Maybe I it's think not photographic, that, I guess. I think, it's, but... I think that is a, a, a pop culture invention more than reality. You Again, so? there are people with... Hmm. Yes, I think if you Google, are photographic memories real right now? Like, it will, you'll, you will get a Wikipedia article saying, eh, not really, like, but people have good memories. But, I, hmm. you know, and I can, like, overlook that kind of thing. I just... Uh, it's it, it's really grating, I guess, anymore to see a, a main character like this. Like, I feel like culture has evolved mm. to where this type of main character. Another movie we should watch from the night from this period um, that has a similar, not as like the main character is not the same in that like it's a to- totally different type of or yeah, like type of guy or like whatever um, walk of life. But uh, American Beauty. The Kevin Spacey movie. We should watch. That, I've heard which is also bad things yeah. about that one. I'll be yeah, that you. movie is like this one on fucking drugs. Like it's it's way worse in in every single okay, way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. the writing the writing is like worse. The like the monologuing is bad. But like the main character, you know, I'm gonna say sarcastic things and put everyone in their place. Energy of that movie is mm-hmm. like uh, like this movie. It's like okay, you roll your eyes and it's like okay. I'll get through it. That movie right. is you're you want to flip your TV and like stare into the sun and you know all of the things just because it's being delivered by Kevin Spacey, so it's it, it's even right. more annoying. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't like Matt Damon. Um, I, there are very few roles I think he's good in, and yeah, this is this one is not one of them. So he, he's like very hateable. Um, he is. That's why he's so good in The Departed. Is because True. he's playing a villain. Yeah, because he's yeah, playing. He's yeah. leaning into his like smarmy. You know, he's kind of doing this character. You know, boy <laughs> genius mafia cop, but like you know, to an end. Whereas this is just annoying. Yeah, I mean, I liked him in The Departed. Um, I loved to hate him in Interstellar. Uh, like as soon as he was on screen, I was like, I fucking hate this guy. Right. I think um, that's another another example of it where he's like kind of you know he's like a all American. Anytime where he's playing the leading man, like the Martian, mm-hmm. where he's just like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a smartass and kind of cock one eyebrow and aren't don't you love me because I'm handsome and it's like that is easy to hate. But when he's playing a yeah. bad guy or like an antihero or whatever, you know, um, then then it's like oh, okay, we're cooking with gas here. Like, we've got something here. He, All of my favorite roles of his are, are villains. He's good in Interstellar, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch The Martian? I read that one, and I, I kind of liked the book. It was like, parts of it I was I, uh, a little yeah. eye-rolly at, for sure. I was like, all right, like, sure. It's an eye-rolly movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I mean, I some, some of it is, like, cool, and it makes sense, and it's, like, like interesting, and... um. Like, some of the math that they do for, uh, like, the, the spaceship, um, like, slingshot launch was, like, really cool. Like, really cool to, like, read. Um, but I can't sure. imagine that it translates well to a movie. Uh, um, it was it was a watchable movie, I would say. Like, it, it's, you know, uh, like, as far as sci-fi action whatever goes. Like, I'm that's not really my genre, so. But I mm-hmm. remember thinking, like that part was fine but it's just you spend these long stretches with just matt damon and he's just doing his shtick and yeah it's not I, fun. I, I i'd yeah. want to throttle the fucking kid i couldn't do it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the talented mr ripley that's Ooh, a movie we should no. watch together is it um yeah is that that's starring matt movie. damon or is he just a it's starring matt damon yeah mm-hmm. and he's playing a like a con man um uh uh what what was the word we couldn't come up with last charlatan. year we were trying charlatan no. yeah he's playing oh, a bit was of a charlatan yeah <laughs> okay. it was um he's playing a charlatan i don't want to say anything else because i don't want to spoil it but he's playing a 
yeah, like a, a he's leaning in again into his persona here as like, you know, smart, whatever, like charming, kind of like all American guy um, to mm. to again to an end, uh, and that movie's really good. So, so yeah. people hated the like the all American kid thing out of um, what's his face, really 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 attractive guy in Mission Impossible. What's his name? Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, yeah. So he, not in not in Mission Impossible, but he played like a, a New Jersey kid in some movie, um, or like a, a New Jersey you, family, in like it's like an are you thinking Armageddon of the movie? Outsiders? No, maybe like an old know. movie or are you or Top Gun? Are you thinking of Top Gun? You're thinking of Top Gun? I don't. I'm, maybe it was like a space. When movie. was this? I just, oh, oh man, I couldn't tell you that. I just saw people <laughs> hating on him and. Um, this was Twitter discourse that I saw. I'm introducing this oh, 40 minutes into this app instead of That's at the cool. beginning because I only thought of That's it now. Fine. That's fine. Um, That's fine. Tom Cruise, like, I just saw a thread, like, of people, like, shitting on Tom Cruise. And I was like, damn, like, I, th- I thought that guy was pretty cool. Um, and they were like, like, he doesn't know shit about shit. And specifically, he doesn't know shit about being in New Jersey or, like, growing up in a family, like, a blue-collar family. Um, like, Is really bad performance by him. Maybe it was. I think it was War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That he's not in space in that movie, but yeah. I mean, that's a sci-fi. Yeah, and he he's miscast in that. He's playing like a fucking like boat worker or something in that movie. Like he's like a fisherman or something. Yeah, but his like dad was like a plumber or something in New Jersey. Like he lived that life. He knew it. But he. But that's not his persona on screen. You know what I mean? Like persona on screen. Yeah. Like he. He is. Especially after he's after he had like the teeth work done and everything. Like he. (laughs) He left that behind. He did leave that life behind. He kind of turned his back on it. Let's be real here. I mean, sure, yeah. I, the, I'm sure the Scientology of it all has something to do with it. But yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I can see why people don't like him in that role he's, because he's playing, you know, he's, he's slumming it or whatever, you know, when yeah. that's so not what his, his whole thing is. But that's an yeah, interesting comparison to draw because he is also, my favorite performances of his are like in villainous roles because I think he also really? like is a more interesting, yeah, or at least like, unlikable like non-protagonist okay yeah yeah like i think his two best are like collateral which is a movie we have not watched but we should that's a michael mann movie you would like that Ooh, Um, okay he's playing like like a shark he's he's playing like a human personification of a shark a shark Um, chumming the waters (laughs) (laughs) bringing it full circle yeah Yeah, um No, so he, he he's really good. He's playing like a hitman in that movie, and then okay. he's good in um, Interview with a Vampire, which like Is he's he playing, playing like the bad vampire. In that movie? Yes, okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a that's he's good there. And then um, Eyes Wide Shut, which have you seen that one? I feel like nope. we talked mm-hmm. about this movie. No, nope, no. Maybe. That's, oh wait, oh we talked about didn't it last we week. About this last week at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah so. He's playing like you know, kind of a like a cucked or like sexually frustrated <laughs> doctor, basically who like wanders New York and like basically yeah, like oh, goes through this oh, like and, Odyssey and finds of, the yeah okay the, yeah, yeah. yeah and, finds the underground sex cult yada yada yep. he's mm-hmm. playing like he's playing a really interesting like psychological character and it's not always the most flattering portrait, which I think is why he doesn't do anything interesting ever, ever anymore. Like as an actor, he only does action movies, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that's like his most interesting stuff is where he's playing against type. Whereas sometimes you mm-hmm. want an actor, I think, like, you know, who is leaning into type. Like, I would say DiCaprio is a good example of like, when he strays too far outside of his lane is when he's bad. But when he's like sticking to what he's good at, he's good, you know? Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, under... <laughs> everybody. No, go, go, go ahead, please. I was going to make a DiCaprio under 25 joke, but I, I, I couldn't workshop it fast enough to get it out there. Um, <laughs> if you watch the Super Bowl, SpongeBob did it better than I ever could, so. SpongeBob made a DiCaprio dates young women joke in the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I so they... I, sorry, I didn't watch the SpongeBob commentary of the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, you're lost. Um, so they, they had, uh, who is it? Um... Travis the, the voice actor for Spongebob and... No, not Travis oh, Kelsey. Tom Kenny. The voice act, yeah, Tom Kenny and the voice actor for Patrick. Um, and they, like, mo-capped them as Spongebob and Patrick and, and oh, did, like, fun. a... Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And so they had live commentary and everything. And, um, like, one of the other announcers who was, like, also announcing with them, um, normal human being, not fishified at all, uh, awesome. was, like... Yeah, they, they, they made, like, a cap, no-cap joke, and they are like, oh, speaking of which, Leonardo DiCaprio is in the stands. And Tom Kenny just goes, ha-ha, 25. That's a joke about Le- DiCaprio's dating history. <laughs> I feel like he should have said, like, so awkward. you know what's older than 24? 24, 25. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think he, are like... Are we funnier than Tom Kenny? <laughs> I, well, I, this was also, like, hour two into them, like, live. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah right. like, I, I, I'm, I'm sure, sure they were like, feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he, like, thought something along those lines, but um, he was just it like, well, up. you know what, yeah. I'm just going to say the 25 line, it's funny. And it was. <laughs> like, good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know who anyway. has... Mm. Uh, Matt Damon has DiCaprio's hair in this movie. Him and because yeah, Titanic was yeah. this year too. They have the same stupid blonde oh, they floppy do. middle yeah, cut, like the, the yeah. shortcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I like it. I kind of like it. I'm not gonna lie. It looks better on Chris- Leo Dio than it does on Matt Damon. Christopher says uh, or said mm. that they're both like manic pixie dream boyfriends in this movie. They are in, in those yeah. two. Yeah. Have you seen Titanic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the few I have. This podcast is like forty percent me just saying. Have you seen? this um <laughs> this is yeah, like the are... one sound bite of me saying yes in response <laughs> <Yeah>. to that <laughs> i won't put the air horns in this time yeah. Um, but, but yeah like but again it's like the wish fulfillment thing although i do think titanic mm. is more for like the female gaze whereas this movie is very much like wow he is literally me you know so. wow he's wicked smart just like i am <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so pivoting to to a different approach for this because I feel like we've yeah. read Matt Damon. We're just gonna keep enough. we're just gonna keep ragging on yeah. him. Like yeah. we, we could do this for a couple more hours if we really <laughs> I wanted to. I could go to. for hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was gonna ask, have you ever been <laughs> therapy? But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Same. So, what do you think of the portrayal of therapy in this movie? <laughs> Garbage. I, I mean. <laughs> maybe not garbage garbage but um like pretty bad i think it's also like it's like compost at least (laughs) yeah so so the thing that robin williams when he's talking to his class like when we first get introduced to him he talks about oh my god and how important it is (laughs) and it's like i know what you're about to say 
No, I, I was just going to say, like, yeah, that's true, but, like, it, Matt Damon is so adversarial, like, to every one of his therapists, and it's like, all right, well, like, obviously, that's that just, like, wouldn't work like that. And also, you, if you walk into anywhere, right, like, so, like, therapists, like, sometimes get a lot of flack, I guess, um, but, like, if you walk into anywhere and, like, shit-talk someone, like, you can expect right. them to like tell you to fuck Be off upset. right yeah right right right. yeah yeah so like like his like quote-unquote wins against these guys are it's it's yeah. just him being a dickhead it's like all right like they're like hey yeah. this is a waste of my time i don't i don't want to so like it it, yeah. it it just adds to the fact that like people who like look up to matt damon's character or and like to a lesser extent people who think therapy is dumb and i feel like they there's a lot of overlap of those categories um like yeah it's like, yeah, well, if you, you get in what you or you get out what you put in, right? Like, if you go to it, and it, I mean, I, I think the overlap occurs because a lot of these people think they are smarter than their therapist. Um, oh, totally, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's it's like, okay, well, you do know that you can learn things from people that you're smarter than. Like, even it, like even if that was the case, right? Like, let's throw away the argument completely. Let's say, sure, like you are smarter than your therapist. That doesn't mean they can't teach you anything, and it's really dumb of you to not see that right like yeah like yeah just absolutely baseline um like, also like okay so, like, so your the assumptions second... are faulty anyway <laughs> no no you're right well and the first two therapists that he sees like mm-hmm. the second one okay sure he's like making him relive his childhood which it's really funny that the professor oh, the and yeah the, it's funny that they just let the professors to sit in on his therapy for the first couple like sure yeah um, weird right I get that this is a movie, and I get, like, I don't think I've ever seen a therapy depicted well in a movie, but some are better than others, and, like, it just, mm-hmm. some of the very egregious, and again, you know, for dramatic purposes, like, therapy's not always very exciting, right? So it it, it would be mm-hmm. silly to make a movie full of that, but, like, so of course the conversations are going to be a little more cliche and, and whatever, but some of it is, is just like, oh my god. But no, when he's talking, so he does the hypnosis, uh and sure that that whatever i can see how somebody would eye roll at that but the yeah. first one he's just like oh so you're like a closeted gay guy i'm gonna like yeah pick you apart because of that the guy isn't even being like a, a bad therapist like he's kind of being no, a little harsh well. i guess yeah. but but he's do, he's doing like normal therapy shit and matt damon's like oh so you're a queer like you know what i mean yeah, like he yeah. basically calls him like a slur me, like and, he, and he's like listen listen me and my boys wouldn't have mind if he gave us a tug down at the fucking shipyard but i'm not yeah. gonna deal with any of this queerity in this little room up here big boy that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> it's, it's like, crazy yeah yeah it's now he it's doesn't really... say that like word for word but it's like really close <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it's some of the things in this movie, like the prejudicial stuff, like some of the bigoted stuff about like gender or sex uh, or, or sexual orientation, they make yeah. a joke. They make jokes about Robin like Williams whatever, made a, uh, a sex change. Sex joke. change. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, okay. Ben Which Affleck like didn't fit. Imagine. It like just didn't fit. He was like talking to the bartender no. and, and he was like, yeah. like, Ooh, a couple million dollars wouldn't pay for your tab. And he's like, well, pay for your sex reassignment surgery. And it's like, right okay like yeah i guess of all the jokes i, I guess that's it, a joke like okay right. i guess it's supposed to show it's supposed to show right that robin williams is like also cool he's not stuffy you know he's not a, what but like again it's like of all the jokes you could make it's right just, yeah. and it's also so, right after he used the joke 
that Will gave him earlier in the movie. Um, right, right. And then the the other bar patron calls him out in the exact same way that he called out yeah. Will, and it's like, <laughs> all right, like what? <laughs> like I, yeah, I, I don't know. That that it seemed like dumb to me. Again, uh, like I think I think a lot of the. A lot of the Moments. maybe like maybe a lot of the callbacks <laughs> and a lot of the the characters are like smart smart characters written by dumb guys, right? It's like all right, like cool, I yeah. guess. I yeah, the last yeah. the last line of this movie irritates me to no end because it's it it says that we're not smart enough. In case you're not smart enough to realize that they're calling back to when Robin Williams told the story of like I gotta go see about a girl, he says mm-hmm. like oh he stole my line, and then the movie ends. It's like. Shut up. Like, why do you think I'm yeah. such a fucking idiot that I don't remember something that happened 60 minutes ago? <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. God. Ah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Because it's a good line. I think it's a good enough it's a good ending. Line. Like, it puts a... The, the, yeah, the I gotta go see about a girl. Cool. Clean. Great. Yeah. Robin Williams could just roll his eyes and walk away or, like, spurk or whatever. Yeah, uh, it, it, and it could have been, like, a end. touching thing, right? Like, like it, yeah. it, it could have, like, could have, like, done a slow zoom on Robin Williams' face as he sort of looks off into the distance well, maybe, maybe a not chuckle, a slow zoom. Head shake. Make, I mean, that no, would fit no this sentiment. Okay. Right. Okay. This would well, make this right. would fit this sappy ass right. movie. But right. you know, it doesn't. It it's just. I would have done a slow and, zoom. <laughs> well, when we start up fucking Ricky uh, Productions, I almost just said your last name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I anyway. So part of why I wanted to, or why I was remem- reminded of this movie, is that. Uh, I watched another movie recently, a couple weeks ago, called The Prince of Tides, which is another 90s, like, I think 90s, or maybe very, very late 80s um, mm-hmm. movie. Diff- very different vibe in a lot of ways. That's like a romance. Um, but uh, it is a a movie with a lot of therapy in it. And mm-hmm. so it reminded me of this because, not only because of that, but just the concept of, in movies of, your therapist just bullies you until you cry. <laughs> like, is so specifically, like, a movie thing. And, like, I don't know. Just, I don't know if it's really a problematic depiction of therapy. Like you said, like, I think a lot of people think they're just smarter than their therapist or smarter than the idea of therapy, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. the specific depiction of, like, yeah, your your psychologist or, or your counselor or whatever is, like, going to just, like, take you down a peg and, like, yeah, like, like, just be harsh to you and, like, sarcastic and, like, kind of unprofessional in a lot of ways um, until you break down and, like, sob is just, I don't know, it really gets under my skin. I don't know. Yeah. Let's unpack it's, that. Well, <laughs> it's, it's therapy from guys who have never been to therapy, right? Like, probably. It's like, oh, yeah, you know what? If, if I had a therapist, this is what he'd do to me. He'd sit me down. Yeah. He'd give me no He'd tell it like no it is. He, yeah, he'd tell it like it is. Yeah, he, he wouldn't <laughs> let me do any of this shit anymore. He'd make me stop hanging out with those guys. Like, yeah, yeah, he'd really take control of my life. And you know what? It's kind of it's kind of weird. Maybe I'm reaching too far with this one, but um like therapy is like definitely like it's a building process, right? Like and you have to sort of maybe not acknowledge the other person on the other end as like equals, but like at least to a certain regard you have to, right? Like you, you have, have to this, buy in. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, you right. can't go in, like, Matt Damon and not want to... Like, you will... Like, this would never... I mean, of course it would never work as a movie, but, like, you know, it, it, <laughs> this movie could never be made today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, but, yeah, you, you like, also... You, you can't, like, see the therapist as too, like, high above you, right? Like, the things they're teaching you are totally. things that you need to do day to day, right? So you have to, right. like... 
you have to be able to like relate to them like as a person and like relate to their ideas as they affect your life as they would affect any person um it can't be something like high and lofty right it has to be very like real um and it it seems like a lot of especially men who reject therapy do it out of um a sort of like I don't want to gender code this conversation too much, but it, it feels like they, hey. they, they see, so they see therapy as sort of fem, like feminine coded because they totally. see it talking as, about yourself and your feelings. Yeah. Not even that as, as, as though they're being like, they're given testaments that they have to like, they have to follow. Right. Oh, you think um, so? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially like when you get into like, I mean, anything about therapy, like when you, when you really get into it, when, um, when they give you like certain, maybe not coping strategies, but like, yeah, like ideas ways of to help you to, think to, about yourself yeah, and practical, about your relation yeah. with others, right? Any like real yeah. practical advice is going to seem like because it's not it's not like a mantra, it's not yeah. like something you repeat to yourself when you wake up. It's it's something that you have to like, like really think about as you go through your day, and it like, it's to help you, it's to help yeah. remold your thoughts. Um, but it, I think That's, a lot of yeah. guys see that as like feminine coded because they see it as giving up their like the way that they built their systems, right? Right. Well, and um, it's it's like men don't like to go to the doctor either. Like just the right, regular right, medical right. doctor. Like a lot of... Yeah, like, they don't or, want to be or ask for directions. For... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I know those are stereotypes, to to but yeah. there's a kernel of truth there. And yeah, I think therapy is like heightened because it is about emotions or like whatever, right. you know. Uh, I, th- like I think that's the easiest way life. for them to like, like slough it off and be like, oh, like it's because it's like... Like, I just don't want to talk about my emotions, yada, yada. And, like, I mean... Right. I'm fine. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's like, yeah. well, like, sure, maybe you're dealing with it, right? Like, whatever you're going through. Um, and even if what you're going through is just, like, life, right? Like, yeah, maybe you're dealing with it. Um, but, like, are you enjoying it? Like, are you thriving yeah. it? Um, yeah. What, you don't have any problems? My... <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the things my friend told me, which, like, really, really was, like, a sort of paradigm shift with me in regards to not just therapy, but, like, life in general. Because, um, like, I, I I was very down on myself. I was like, oh, like, I'm not smart, yada, yada. Um, and, and he was but like... But, Ricky, I saw you write out that equation on that chalkboard uh, when you were doing that right. gig as a janitor. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but, like, this was when we were both, like, I, I mean, I was just starting college, and, like, he was, he was like, just graduating, and he was, like, no, dude, like, you'll definitely be able to make it through college, no problem. Um, and I was, like, yeah, but, like, I fucking hate myself, I hate life, yada, yada. Um, right. And, like, part of what he said was, like, well, like, if you're so smart, why aren't you happy, right? Um, because I, I definitely saw take. myself as being, like, decently smart, right? And then I was, like, you know what? Fuck. That is true. Like, if I, if I actually am like if i'm in control of my thoughts or in control of my emotions or even in touch with them at all right then i should in some way be able to regulate them right um sure and like if i'm not doing that then i am approaching like myself in a or like like knowing myself in a dumb way right um right and that's dumb i shouldn't do that like and like not not to say (laughs) that that's like like related to intelligence per se right no but i know Um, what you mean you're actively making the choice to better yourself that's a smart thing to do yeah right i got you right right and and by not pursuing that that's a dumb thing to do like like 
yeah, regardless yeah. Of, regardless of how smart you are as a person, like if you are actively choosing things that don't help you, it's dumb. <laughs> like it's a dumb choice, and you're being yeah. dumb doing it. Um, yeah, and like that's something that's like, I don't know, was never really apparent to me. I guess uh, when he like the the just the way he said it, I was just like, yeah, you know what, you're right, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I mean, so. I think there is like a there is a tendency am- among. I think men to just not want to better yourself in the same way that I think women do. Like, and I don't, again, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think this is a gender essentialist thing. I think this is like a, you know, women are constantly looking for like the way to do better. And because of all of the pressure that there is both like domestically and, you know, career wise and appearance and all those things, it's like, there's a lot of pressure to improve. Whereas I think on men, there's, it's not that there's not pressure in those ways but just it's it's a different kind of pressure there isn't like a a drive to have all your shit together and like have it all in the same way that there are for is for women and so i do think that there's more of like yeah i like things are fine like i you know yeah it's like things could be better pressures yeah right like women women are expected to be more and like this is this might sound like emotionally stable no, I was I going to say know. emotionally stable. Am I crazy yeah. for saying that? Right? Because no, it's, I think it's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's women like, hold the house down. Yeah, is like right, the the, the right. stereotype. Yeah, and, yeah. And you very go to your mom women, if you need emotional advice. To, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and well, well, women are supposed to like emotionally stabilize those around them Men. as well. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. They have to yep. accept yeah. that emotional instability and like you know feedback stability. Uh, while while men are pressured to like. Um, like be the provider in quotes I'm putting there. Right, um, so right. like the ways that they have to be stable is, is like, are like very not different. complain. Yeah. yeah like yeah. show up, put food on the table. And like, like, right. like again, speaking very stereotypically, but like, no, yeah, in general, what that's what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for which sure. Is why, and so like it, yeah. it, when women don't like, like come up to that or like if they get overwhelmed, right. That's why like, like guys, especially guys who, are emotionally dysregulated right we'll say oh women are crazy like like oh, oh totally her? yeah yeah she was crazy like yeah. like she was all just of insane. my exes were crazy know, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 all of them yeah every single one yeah every woman i've met has been crazy yeah. actually and it's like hmm yeah that's interesting yeah um if you smell dog shit in the morning or whatever yeah um but yeah so it's funny you you mentioned this because i do think the like way that men in relationships with women will use women as like emotional like dumping grounds or like mm-hmm. just I I can you know again even just drawing on this one boyfriend whatever that idolized Matt Damon in this movie like uh just the 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 need to like have the woman draw out his emotions and like be his therapist and not just in like a oh well tell me about your feelings or tell me what's upsetting you but like let me work you through your problems and like make sure I'm coaching you with the right questions so that you come to the right answers and like right. all of those right. types of things. It's, it's so frustrating. I have fucking zero patience for that shit anymore. It's like, if you don't <laughs> tell me what is wrong, like I am walking away, I'm not going to fucking coax it out of you. Like a, like a fucking cat with, you know, a tree. Like it's just, it's not happening. Right. And the um, craziest part is that men attribute these things to women. And it's like, right. But like, I mean, women will do that with like stupid shit. Right. They'll be like, 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 oh, like, where do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. It's like, great. Well, that doesn't help. But, <laughs> like, whatever. That's stupid shit. Versus, like, 
uh, like with guys it's generally like they have like some significant issue going on and they're like i just don't want to talk about it like no it's fine yeah it's fine i don't yeah. want to talk about it like you're not making yeah. this easier for me like god can't, like you're being so fucking annoying why can't i just blank and like the blank yeah. is always a cope why can't i just smoke my weed yeah. why can't i just you know fucking eat this pizza and drink 16 beers and pass out like what is right. like why do you have to make this so difficult and it's like yeah it's crazy i don't know um, no, and well, and and you're even speaking about a specific type of like meathead boyfriend who's like you know like yells or whatever. But like there is also a type of boyfriend, and I'm not saying you're not saying this, but just there's also a type of guy who will like you know like turn in on himself and like you know it's fine. Like in a like in a very like I am oh, so sensitive, self deprecating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the, yeah, the, like, yeah. I am like a lamb I, you're too on the cross. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The I'm lamb so on noble. the cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're I am a man chained to a rock, getting having eagles poking <laughs> at his liver. <laughs> but no, for sure, it's, like that's it's a, that very is lofty also... and self satisfied. Self self satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's it's yeah, and that, I, that I'm not going to say that I've worse. never been there in that particular position, but sure. <laughs> not to I read mean, myself you know, to filth, but like. What, it, like I mean, never yeah. reflecting upon it is like i don't right, know right right like you, you see these people walking around and not these people you see people like that walking around um like yeah. as adults and it's like whoo baby man you yeah. like you know like i don't know there's people that you can tell like never had their ass kicked never and <laughs> it was crazy matt damon Acts like he's never had his ass kicked. When he's had his ass yeah. kicked, we watched him get his ass kicked, and then he goes around By and cops. acts like he's never had his ass yeah. kicked. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. It's yeah. yeah. It is a specific type of guy. Like yeah, yeah that yeah. just yeah. It's it's a couple Ooh, flavors of guy. KGBs. You know. That's true. They're they're a, it's a nightmare fucking Neapolitan swirl uh, in yeah, Mad Dog here. It's a smorgasbord. <laughs> the charcuterie of shitty man of shark cuties <laughs> shark sharks 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 chumming the water mm-hmm. all right that makes oh three God. times in an hour we gotta, we gotta stop it. hell yeah let's go um yeah so i don't know i mean i i don't really know what the current reception of this movie is i know people mm-hmm. it seems generally positive so i don't know if maybe people just you know, watched it as kids or watched it, you know, in the 90s and haven't revisited it and just remember in their memories, like, the it's not your fault or, like, you know, Robin Williams yeah. telling jokes about his yeah. wife farting in her sleep. Like, I those thought, things. I thought that was, yeah. I, I mean, any any scene with Robin Williams is really great. Although, at, so at the end of the movie, like, Matt Damon goes, like, hey, I hope this isn't breaking, like, uh, confidentiality or or whatever, right? It's not a brooch of, like, yeah, and he's like, oh, you're going to grab my ass? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he says, it's not as long as you don't grab my ass. And it's like, actually, it was from, like, the minute that you, like, brought him <laughs> out to the lake, like, the very first time you guys met. 
or the second time, yeah. I guess. Like, like that yeah. added score uh, no, right it there. Was, it's like, okay. It was the first time because he chokes him out for talking about his wife, which if you're a therapist. Well, that was, oh, yeah, it was. Like, the, you're right. Are, are, <laughs> yeah. It's the first time they meet. If you're a therapist and you're that sensitive to what is obviously, like, he's supposed to be 20. Like, he's basically a child, like, at this yeah. point in this movie. Yeah. Like, and and so, you know, it, it's like. And, and it's, it's not even that, that sensitive. Like, he, like. Yeah. Like, he just mentioned his dying wife, and he's like, oh, you, you married the wrong gal. He's like, don't you fucking yeah. talk about her. Don't you say her name. And it's like, all right. Well. Yeah, like, it's t- that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, which, okay, so the it's not your fault scene. I just want to, I mean, I think that it's well acted enough, but it is, it's just mm. cringy. Because, again, it's like, all you have to do is say it's not your fault. That's it. They could have written a lot more of, of like, interesting or moving dialogue there and instead it's just the most obvious like basic I, like thing you could say to a child of abuse or a kid i kind of you know, liked someone... it really um, yeah especially because it was like robin crying. williams talking to himself right like that's what he's doing bit. there he, he's yeah he's like self-comforting like he's letting himself know that it wasn't his fault i kind of like that um and like like, especially, like, emotionally vulnerable people are, like, open to that. And, like, the eye contact and everything. Um, there's a bit Nathan Fielder does where, like, he has an act. Like, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, right? Um, Please. He, like, he had an actor. He has, like, an actress and an actor. Um, and, like, originally he was, like, he was like, yeah, so, like, I want you to just look into his eyes and say I love you. And she does it. And he's like, he's like, all right, all right, let me sit down here. Let's do this. And then, like, he's looking into her eyes and, like, He's like, all right, like, say it. And she keeps saying, I love you. And, like, you keep going, like, all right, again. Like, again, keep saying it. Um, and it's, it's like, it's one of those scenes where it's, like, all right. Like, he's breaking character here for sure. Like, he starts, like, tearing up. Um, and it's definitely, like, emotional for both of them, right? Um, and, like, I don't know if that's, like, him actually breaking character or not. But, like... I mean, A, very brave of him to put that out there if it is him breaking character, and he, he was, like, actually emotionally affected by that. Um, but, like, watching this scene, that's all I could think of. And, like, it was, like, kind of funny to me, and I felt bad, and I wanted to empathize more with their characters, <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know. When he starts crying, and he, like, Robin Williams takes him in for a hug, yeah. Christopher was like, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> I mean, he did So, I don't know. Though. He got him. I mean, he did get him. I don't know. I guess it just, it, it, it feels like the, it's just a very obvious, simplistic way of like, yeah, papering over like what a complex development would be for like this guy. Like if we were even just to take it on face value, like, okay, he is this genius and he's been blaming himself this whole time for this abuse and he's got this tough shell, pushes everyone away, etc. It's like the complexity of that emotional journey or like that, that journey through therapy could be so interesting and instead it's it's just a lot of confrontation and a lot of like cliche you know standard movie kind of stuff and like just slightly askance in this like you know quirky veneer where again it's like oh she farts in her sleep like that kind of thing or like i I don't know it's it's right it's just it's it's a lot of like one to three minute scenes of them in therapy um and like again it's it's mo- it's like moments right like it's like oh like that was a cool moment I, very clippable like you said earlier it's not great yeah oh, that, that being said though like i love robin williams and i don't know maybe 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 
maybe it skewed my view of it a little bit because I did really like seeing Robin Williams here. Like it, I don't know. I liked his yeah, character. That's fair. Have you seen Dead Poets Society? I got a like obligatory ask this. I think I I don't think so. That's another movie where he's playing. I mean, he's not doing the same thing. I think that's a simplistic way of looking at it. But he's playing a funny guy in a serious movie kind of role, or like funny, right. like a more lighthearted presence in a more serious movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie's also like if your boyfriend likes that movie. Like that's the real if your boyfriend likes that movie. Run away. Like people <laughs> make that joke about like Fight Club or you know whatever Pulp Fiction, and it's like no no no. Really, it's Dead Poets Society. It's fucking Goodwill Hunting. I'm trying to think of what the what another one would be. American Beauty is up there, although no one likes that movie anymore. But true, yeah. But anyway, so um, you you should try that sometime. That's a that's one you might like. It's a little I sensitive. I, I've seen a couple movies with with Robin Williams. I don't remember most of their names. Um, I know Good Morning Vietnam was one of them. Um, oh, okay. I haven't seen that. It's good. I hear it's good. It's funny. Yeah. 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 yeah I, He's, he's a good funny guy. And so like seeing him <laughs> wow. in a little more emotional this is the, That's the kind of hot take that people come to this podcast yeah, for. Yeah, I know, right? For Robin sure. Williams? Pretty funny dude. <laughs> good, good funny guy. Yeah, yeah. He definitely brings a, a level of gravitas to this movie. I think that it really, really needs that it didn't get otherwise. So, Mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we went over Matt Damon's character. We went over therapy. I do want to mention <laughs> Mini Driver. Yeah dime in yeah. this movie my god she's beautiful yeah, yeah she's so pretty yeah yeah it's crazy yeah every scene with Although, her I was like, hmm. yeah goo goo gaga yeah she's she's yeah. very pretty Awooga. she her her character though is awful i think a mess like very very like men writing women of it all yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she she makes jokes about blowjobs like again it's like it, it, it's like you you take all of the like saccharine movie cliches and like just put like a 90s twist on them and that's what this movie is but it's still at the end of the day just like a sappy whatever heartwarming movie heartwarming yeah. derogatory the i don't know the scene when they were breaking up it was like that i just didn't scary. feel anything i don't know I was, like yeah like when, well, I they, when Damon was leaving i well yeah i mean i i didn't i didn't think that he was gonna do anything i i was just like oh like he's just sure leave. yeah um I was like, all right, whatever. And I, I mean, more specifically, I was, I was thinking about the phone call afterwards. Um, oh, sure, sure, yeah. Like, just, I don't know. It just didn't capture me. I I, I don't know why. Um, yeah, they have okay chemistry, but they're not, they're, they're, they're not, I don't really ever believe that they really like each other that much, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like, I don't see what either of them crazy. see in each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and after he, like, roughs her up like that it's really tough like i feel like that's the Mm -hmm. only moment where i'm like oh i really do believe that this guy might have been abused as a kid like and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like all the fights and stuff that he gets into and the smart assing you know that he does it's like okay this is like a a movie version of what you might you know think a a guy would get into if he had a rough upbringing but like the Mm -hmm. way he treats his girlfriend in that moment is the one that feels the most real to me and that and it was scary even though i knew he wasn't gonna hit her it was like he still grabs her and, you know, like I said, roughs her up a bit and it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, I, I like the scenes with, with her out with his friends and everything, too. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a little forced. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. It was, it was just so weird. Um, and like, I I don't know. 
I, I will say just she's being cool. In, like, she can hang out with like the the kids. You know what I mean? Like right, like that's, right. Yeah, but, like yeah. <laughs> like no <Go> male <laughs> friend group that I know of. Like if if you're like hey like I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring my girl out right. Like none of them are gonna be like yeah hell yeah let's go for it, unless they also are bringing their girls out right or. Like, I, I, like I mean, maybe that's just because I'm in a bunch of like boys clubs or whatever. But like, it's just uh, like if if they're going out to get drinks and like to go to like the same spot that they go every Friday, like they do not want anything changing that at all. Um, that's that's true. I think that's any friend group. I don't think that's necessarily even like I don't want your boyfriend there either. If it's like girls' night or whatever, you know, when yeah, you bring your boyfriend yeah. along to those things. It's like oh, okay. Especially if it's just like uh, just one partner. It's like, if it's anyone's singular partner, it's like, all right, cool. Well, there is something, there is something to the interview of it. You know, like I've definitely been like, okay, like bring him, like, you know, maybe it's not the only partner there, but like the point of it is like, I'm meeting your new boyfriend or I'm meeting your new girlfriend. Whereas like, that's always, yeah, just like bring it to, yeah, yeah. That's usually like a different event, right? It'll be like, yes. Oh, hey, why don't we all go to the movies? Or like, why don't we all do blank? It's not like. Hey, you know that thing that we do every week that's, like, specifically us? I'm changing the formula. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah. It, it is because Matt Damon wrote this movie, and mm-hmm. I don't think he has... I mean, he went to Harvard. Like, I don't think he's, like, to have it. from, so, like, Southie. Boston. Like, I don't think he's from, like, a rough upbringing or anything like that. Like, this character is supposed to be... I don't mm-hmm. really buy the scenes of him in the bar as much. I buy Matt, or, uh, Ben Affleck more. But Matt Damon, I, I just don't. Um, and so, yeah, like, it, it, yeah. it could just I mean, be an authenticity. in every scene, right? It, yeah. Or in every bar yeah. scene, I should say. Like, any scene where he's supposed to be, like, drinking and having a good time with the boys, he just, I don't know. It seems a little yeah. off. And, and like, again, it, it comes down to, like, well, is that because he's, like, super smart? And he's wicked smart, just, like, analyzing everything at a million miles yeah. an hour? Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird it's a weird it's a weird scene it's a weird choice yeah but yeah. i think it's yeah weird characterization there. Yeah. yeah one other thing this is totally totally very specific and, and random but one mm. other thing i noticed that was super bizarre was when at that very end when they're talking about being abused the two the uh, robin williams and matt damon mm-hmm. uh, in the it's not your fault scene mm-hmm. it's the only flashback i think in the whole movie um is like when he's talking about like my dad oh, used to lay out a, mm. a wrench and a belt mm-hmm. and some other third awful object you know Stick. to say like which one yeah. yeah pick which one and they show this like first it's just a shot of like the dad in shadow like coming up the stairs but then it turns into this like kaleidoscopic like kind of look at the dad it looks like you're looking at him through like the eyes of a fly or something mm-hmm. it's it's really weird it's really stands out because this movie is very pretty but just pretty straightforward like there's not a lot of abstract or you know kind of impressionistic stuff in it Mm -hmm. and so that type of that and then that like that scene was just or that shot was just really strange and stood out to me and kind of took me out of that moment um if they wanted to do something that was kind of driving home the emotional impact of it i wish it had been something different i guess yeah no i get that and i i agree with that yeah felt weird the only other time they do something kind of like trickster-y, I think, is when he's, 
and we should maybe talk about the scene when he's in the job interview with like the fucking NSA or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's giving his spiel, his, his like longest monologue where he's talking about like how he doesn't want to felt like it went on for be a code minutes. breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Bombing and he's cities like, or whatever. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. yeah. And then, his, and then his buddy, you know, can't get a job and he can't pay for gas cause it's so expensive, et cetera. Like he goes on and it's like, okay, we get it. Like you, <laughs> you know about geopolitics, but you're, you're wicked smart. Um, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But they do a little trick in that scene where it's like you think he's talking to, right? It's like this close up, really extreme close up on his face uh, oh. of him telling this to whatever the NSA guy, and then it cuts at the end of that to him talking in Robin Williams' office, and it's as if he's just delivered that monologue to Robin Williams. It's like a you know, it, it it's like a like I said, a little bit of camera trickery, you know, to to transition the scene. And I thought that was like, again, that like popped because the rest of the movie's so kind of bland, for lack of a better word, not bland, but um, it's straightforward, not full of that kind of silliness. Yeah, yeah and very, so very plain cinematography, not like bad, but plain. Yeah, and and that again, it's like that choice was less weird, like tonally, but just felt like trickery it didn't feel like it was actually driving home anything it was an interesting scene transition but like one of the interesting interesting scene transitions yeah yeah and it it felt like it was more just for comedy you know to just be like oh yeah well we can tell how that went you know yeah like the humor of like omitting the response to it it just again it's like that was your chance to do something interesting and you didn't do it so yeah kind of a shame I, i i mean i think there's like I think there's definitely points in the movie where they had like potential to do something more interesting and they just didn't. Um, yeah. And, and, like not just cinematography wise, but like in general. Um, yeah, it's it a very safe movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was one scene that I like gasped at and I don't remember what it was. Um, but this movie did get like a a very surprised gasp out of me, and maybe maybe when it was when he was roughing up his girlfriend, but but yeah, because nothing else even like kind of stands out to me now that I'm thinking back on it. Like even Robin Williams grabbing yeah. him was just sort of like a yeah, you know, talk shit, get hit, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't think it's overall. I don't think it was a bad movie though. Like as as That's much crazy. as like we've <laughs> tore apart Matt Damon's character and like like some of its shortcomings, right? Um, I, don't know. I feel like I, I'd I, like I, this movie with the dialogue off. <laughs> like I'd like this if I were like folding laundry and was in the other room and like just watch the TV from afar. Yeah, like then yeah, it I might. That, that. That's the best way to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, for all you uh, listeners at home, if you really want to get the full experience, go throw in a load of laundry. Throw in a couple. Um, just do them back <laughs> to back to back. Just only watch the movie from there. Um, the soothing sounds of laundry fucking rolling around in the, the laundry It's water. better than these accents. Oh, my God. They're so funny. Oh, man. They're bad. They're tough. They're so good. <laughs> uh, glad that Titanic, like, trounced this movie at the Oscars for the most Oof, part. It's tough. It's tough, Chief. <laughs> Why? Because Titanic's not good? Or... No, I mean. Yeah. Sheesh, like, it's not that I hate Leo Dio or anything, but... Titanic's an all-time... Titanic is an all-timer. Yeah, yeah. It does blow the shit out of the fucking water. Yeah, you're right with that. Yeah, Yeah. Titanic eats this movie's fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Yeah, and Titanic, three Titanic meal eats the chum the out of this fucking Pacific. <laughs> it does. It really does. Fucking, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, anything else about this movie? Uh, not really. Good pod. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> right? <laughs> good good app. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, I guess. Now you can now you can say, if anybody ever asks you, how do you like apples? You can, you know where they're going with it. <laughs> you, you won't fall into that trap. <laughs> Wait, do you like apples? What scene was that? Are you kidding me? I'm not. Oh my god. Do you watch the movies that we talk about? I do. About? <laughs> wait, wait. On TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I, when I might have missed the clip. It's after, it's after the bar scene where he gets Minnie Driver's number and he goes uh-huh. up to the guy who he shit talks and he goes up to the window and he's like, do you like apples? And the guy's like, yeah. And he puts the number up on the, the window and he's like, I got her number. How do you like them apples? You don't remember that? That's like oh. the fucking most iconic scene in the movie other than the it's not your fault scene that was not the most iconic to me that was not the most iconic in the slightest (laughs) i'll be honest with you well that's good i do remember how do you like them apples now that you like explicitly call it out yeah but that was (laughs) so forgettable to me i don't know good that wasn't one of the clips um so we got a rick's pick next week yes it is do not Uh, pick some fucking shit anime that you heard about on reddit like 30 minutes before we recorded this please um, so next week, I was thinking we could watch Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Um, it's a Miyazaki film. Um, it's a pretty good one. I haven't seen it in a really long time, like 10 or 15 years or something, um, which is crazy. Okay. Uh, and I mean, last, I, last time I watched it, I remembered, you know, I remembered liking it. So I feel like you'd like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. This is one of the ones I have not seen. So between this, Castle in the Sky, and Porco Rosso, those are the like last big ones Sweet. Um, I have not seen from directed by him. So All right, we gotta cool. fill it out. That's yeah. is this the one with the bugs? Um, There's some bugs, right? Like some are, big nasty bugs. There are some it. big nasty bugs. Uh I feel like a cool. lot of Miyazaki's have some like some bug representation. And like he's he's got weird flying <laughs> machines in this one as well, if if that helps narrow sure. it down. <laughs> fucking classic yeah i was gonna <laughs> yeah. say that could be like six of his movies yeah 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 um i mean okay. like i i love that i love that for him though and i love the charm no yeah hey good for him he knows his lane <laughs> yeah he knows what he likes oh, yeah. okay cool okay. so then next week we're gonna watch or we want to watch we wanna in watch. fact we want to watch yes yeah. uh nausicaa of the valley of the wind 1984 directed by Hayao miyazaki our second Miyazaki movie um yeah that's our I guess our second direct uh yeah our first director we've done twice or two movies for oh that's kind of crazy hell yeah okay yeah we're 15 episodes in now so sweet look at that look at that all right what's our outro Ooh. should it be afternoon delight from fucking goodwill hunting (laughs) was that the movie was that the song they played in the middle it's just, no, it's the song he sings in his when he's being hypnotized. Oh, and he's prote- he's oh just yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dumb shit. Yeah, sure, fuck it, whatever. Throw that in there, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, that's not fun. Honestly, just throw in the tagline of just Wicked Smat. Like, my buddy's Wicked Smat. <laughs> Fucking families dug into the Southie projects like ticks. Three decker men at best. You, however, grew up on the North Shore, huh? Oladi fucking die. You were kind of a double kid, I bet, right? Huh? 
One kid with your old man, one kid with your mother. You're upper middle class during the weeks, then you're dropping your eyes and you're hanging in the big bad salty projects with your daddy the fucking donkey on the weekends. I got that right? Yep. You have different accents? You did, didn't you, you little fucking snake? You were like different people. You a psychiatrist? Oh, if I was, I'd ask you why you were a steady making 30 grand a year, and I think if I was Sigmund fucking Freud, I wouldn't get an answer.